Conspiracies and high paranoia Here comes another show for ya They're the kings of America They're the kings of America Everybody listen to Darren and Graham Hey guys, welcome back to the Grime America Show, our episode 200 special. We're actually going to have a couple friends of the show, some guys that have been around uh, pretty close to since, I would say all of them except James have been around since day one, uh, or at least day two or three. But anyway, we got Justin, who you guys know, he runs a newsletter, we got RPJ, who you guys all know and love already, and we got uh, the one and only James Nation and Adam Loyal, who lets us take out our political aggressions on his show. <laughs> so that we lose less listeners <laughs> and that it actually works out good for him because he gains them and we lose them um but first as always graham the body hacker dunlop hey buddy you know why i said the biohacker i meant to say biohacker you body hackers okay too. because i got something body hacker, yeah that sounds weird for the first uh, little spot of the uh 200th episode first of all it seems fucking crazy we're at 200 episodes yeah totally you know, I remember listening to, you know where I got this idea, is when we first started the show, Alex from Skeptico was doing his 200th podcast, and he had listeners interview him. Really? That's where I got the idea. Wow. And you know what? I didn't even think to ask Alex. Probably should have. That's okay. We'll ask him for 300. Sure. But anyway, uh, the first thing I'm going to play here is a friend of the show, Billy Magruder, <laughs> sent over a little video for Graham. <laughs> And I was gonna, I was going to play it for him before, but I figured I'd save it for the show, because why not? It's going to be that kind of show energy focus it improves my memory my mental performance something else too. oh come on not this not this whatever it helps me perform at my best mentally and physically is this that guy takes a piss out of spiritual yeah. stuff yeah this Bro, is my buddy jp morgan expert i use biohacking to extend my lifespan <laughs> i want to live to at least 181 and i know for certain my techniques are 100 percent effective 
because I haven't even died yet. With biohacking, you have absolute control over your biology. Let me he's, give you he's wearing peppers. a shirt that says Tupac Chopra. <laughs> I actually feel sorry for people who waste their time drinking regular water. It takes me hours each day to drive to the spring to harvest my water. <laughs> But it's worth it because the water is living with vibrant minerals, alkalinity, vibrant and everything. Oh my god. Getting into Why do I hang out with you guys? Change your life. It brings your cold water exposure. Your vascular system <laughs> it makes you cold as hell, which keeps you from getting too hot. <laughs> I love intermittent stairs today. Bulletproof coffee oh, yeah. to burn fat and build muscle. It's not out of his nose. It's like everything Graham does. Keeps my energy levels up. I just add a little bit of butter and some brain octane oil to my upgraded coffee because it pushes me into a state of ketosis so I can burn even more fat and give my brain energy. And I find it magical how consuming 9,000 calories of fat in my coffee completely eliminates my food cravings. I don't know how it works, but it helps me stick to my fasting. Rebounding, it's where it's at. It moves lymphatic fluid, which strengthens your immune system and flushes toxins out of your body like a panther on dawn patrol. Bruh, I tell ya, a little time hack to hack your biohacking is to combine biohacking techniques. So when I'm rebounding, I do breath hold training wearing an elevation mask. It's money in your biology bank, baby. Suffocating yourself helps you breathe better, which gives you a better growth hormone surge than Sylvester Stallone's medicine cabinet ever could. Is that enough? Should I keep yeah, it going? Yeah, that's enough. I mean, the funny book. thing is when that all that stuff works, so you can make yeah. fun of it all you want. If you haven't, actually, I don't think I've ever plugged JP on the show, but uh, his YouTube channel is JP Spears. Uh, JP Sears. Uh, Graham finds him a little offensive, but my wife is a hippie and she gets to, she can get on with it. She doesn't mind it. She can laugh at it. Oh, I was howling. You were laughing. You were laughing. Yeah, he he does a really good job. Well, we don't know. There's still another minute. It's a Batman enemas. Like, you know, you're talking about those enemas. Is that the coffee enemas? Yeah, but hang upside down. Probiotic. Do you think, I almost need to play it now to see if he gets to the enemas. If this guy says enemas, then we're giving you an enema on the show. Okay. Are we playing it then? On the show. ...to mine on a thousand percent fast forward. It takes me 11 minutes to listen to a 300-page book. No problem. And it doesn't stop there. I also listen to binaural beats while all this is happening. <laughs> I dig into elf and theta brainwaves like they're going out of style. It's like meditating for hours with none of the meditation. Foam rolling is a way of inflicting sadistic pain into your legs that's incredibly relaxing. Ooh, I've never tried it that. It also helps you your legs to, feel less that? pain once you stop inflicting this? the pain into your legs. With yeah, the I've been to a class. I've bought it. i got a foam roller. Why would I digest food when enzymes can do it for me? I'm not going to treat myself like a peasant. You get more nutrition from the same amount of food. How many enzymes do you take? A dangerous amount. That'll give you the best benefit for your health. That's more like Mike. <laughs> Well, it's new, it's unregulated, I'll take some. Use blue light blocking glasses. There's nothing I hate more than blue light. It kicks you right in the pineals, and that kills your melatonin production. I'm not going to stand for that. Wearing blue light blocking glasses is like wearing a cup of your pineal glands. Graham, and just got sure some. And sleep in complete darkness. Where are the blue blockers? Blue is that down there? in this world. And do you know who wants you exposed to blue light? The government, that's who. <laughs> and at this point, now I'm in a flow state ready to start my day, so which is over state, by now. Yeah. 
But it's always a good day getting ready for my day with a day full of biohacking. I'm prepped for performance big time. Be sure to like my Facebook page. It's the ultimate buy. So you, out of all of those things, you were on all of them except the enzymes? Uh, actually, Are you on enzymes? <laughs> These aren't even real glasses. <laughs> my next. Uh, well, they're like his, his, they're his fake. prescription is pathetic. Is this here, a prescription? Here, try on some real prescriptions. I have Graham's blue blockers on, and they're not even a prescription. Wow. Yeah, Why do you wear? You don't need glasses. Yeah, no, he needs, he needs what? blue blockers. Well, they must be perfect for your eyes then. Like, yeah, I'm keeping these. How much were they? <laughs> Six hundred seventy-five bucks. <laughs> what? You paid six hundred bucks for blue blockers? My grandma got them at like Zellers for a prescription. They're prescription blue blockers. Lenses and stuff. I bought my wife's blue blockers for fifteen bucks. At least I know where. Grandma's a prescription. When I lose my glasses, I'm going to grandma's house. Insurance. I give them back. Yeah, it does help me sleep. They make you. They make you look smarter too. It helps me sleep. So was that a ten out of ten on Billy Magruder's list he sent you? Yeah, that's pretty. He must have been fucking howling when he listened to that and grabbed it every single. I'm just finishing the mass enzyme episode, and I'm about to. I was about to order the mass enzymes too. When do I get to put the chip in you? Let's do some real. Oh, he'd let us in a minute if we could come up with some little scheme. We could like make a little website that says it's good. Our handler James already has a plan for. I can chip him. We could make a fake website and send it to him. Like, check this shit out. They're selling these chips. We bought you. No, no, it's real. I can really chip him, and he can use it instead of using the fobs. He has it built into his hand, so he can just start his car all the time. If it uses a fob or like your Harley or whatever, like basically what I could do. I don't have a Harley. I can put that into your hand. I'm good for having that in my hand. I could that can just go in my pocket. I'm yeah. fucking perfectly or your, fine. App, or your Apple for those of you who don't know, it's a card about the size of your debit card. So instead of fucking hauling this ginormous thing around in the wallet with the rest of your cards that you need for everyday existence, you can just fucking put a chip in your hand. That's right. And that chip can do all kinds of stuff. Ugh. You guys are crazy. No. Are you gonna put the chip in? Yeah. Me and Graham are going to go together. Bullshit. You just go to a piercing place. You, you guys put don't in. have the fucking balls. Throw some chips in. I want to see you guys come in here next week with some fucking <laughs> chips in you. Okay, I'll do it. Well, that might not be next week. And then I'm going to... I'll do it next I'm gonna week. Document, no, after I get back from holidays. I'm going to document... You don't want to get beeped at the airport. <laughs> I'm going to document your slow demise as sepsis slowly sets in. It's the same chips that they stick in for tracking animals. A little. It's like a size of a grain of rice. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. They can track you then. No, I'll track Even you guys. You I'm your handler. <laughs> it's part of my deal. I need to put chips in you guys. Keep tabs on you. CIA, remember? Uh, so you guys will probably have to put up with my coffin for most of the night. A little under the weather, but I figured episode 200 was worth it. So James brought some fire water. We're going to plow through that and uh, hopefully get through the show. He gave me some rum and a puffer. So we should be good. Literally. We should, we should seriously thank all the listeners too from donating to the show and Helping us uh, oh, along crazy. here because we couldn't do it without everybody. I never thought we would have got to 200, and I never thought we would have built the uh, the community that we've managed to build. If you would have told me fucking three and a half years ago that we were going to be in the position we are now, I would have. I would have. There's no chance I would believe you. But uh, yeah, it's really humble that you guys. I mean, we've we've taken the show from fucking using a one eight splitter on my laptop in my bedroom, um, to a full full on igloo. That ah, oh, for fuck's sakes! What is that? That's the worst noise ever. Anyway, and uh, we couldn't have done it without that. That was uh, all. And well, Graham paid for most of it up front, but he got most of that money back. No, not most of it. Well, not he got half. <laughs> Darren's version. Not even close. He got Darren's half. Darren's version. Graham's almost paid off. 
Hey, so if you don't mind, let me let me add to that. By year six, we'll have we'll have paid you. As a latecomer, as a latecomer to this show, for all you listeners out there, support these guys. You know, they're sitting here in an igloo, grinding it out, giving you guys great content. You know, if you're in the neighborhood, come by, stop at the igloo, and you know, hang out with these dudes. They're solid guys. You know, so if you got a couple bucks, send it their way for sure. Absolutely. These guys are really cool cats. Actually, James, you donated. I want to thank you personally for donating that little laptop oh. here, which is our Skype uh, laptop, and it's helped the quality immensely. And the battery, too. You need There's a battery? There's big fucking oh, battery. The UPS, yeah. Yeah, because we ran out of power a couple times. The one week. thing we weren't prepared for. No, that only happened one time. Well, we killed the breaker a couple times. Yeah. We got... <laughs> it's funny because Lisa was worried the other day because we have... Uh, uh, three things plugged into a two-way plug downstairs. <laughs> she, and she was like, like have you, ever seen like, the you think that's okay? I said, well, in the studio, we've got about 26 things plugged into two <laughs> plugs. we got power bars fucking piggybacked across the room. And the fucking power only goes, the, the breaker only flicks when we uh, when the volcano turn on that heater. heater. I move the volcano into the house. Yeah, well, it's probably... Actually, I'm going to get my buddy Dave Lee or one of my electrician buddies next time here to just throw a fucking 50-amp breaker in there and be done with it. As long as you got the uh, capacity in your wires or yeah. the bar. I live in Canada, buddy. We got fucking stringent fucking codes for that shit. Especially in, uh, I live in a fairly new, like, it's, it's just, no, I, it's true. I've talked to a lot of electricians and they say, like, the one guy was like, I go down to my daughter's house in New York and I cannot fucking uh, believe well, no, New York's the shit that's scared. in the fucking walls. So yeah, when you look at bad. it that way, like, Calgary's really only, you know, it's like fucking a quarter of the age of most of these big... U.S. cities. Yeah. So all our infrastructure is fair. Yeah, like a 16 or 18 gauge wire in the wall or something, you know, if it's not rated for more than 30 amps. That's that's a good point, but we'll just burn this motherfucker down. Knock on wood, we don't want that to happen. I live I live only about 30 feet from the igloo, so. I live about 30 minutes. Yeah. So it'll keep your house warm for a little bit. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So there, there you go. I, I cover the heat and the internet, so I do my part. You do more, a bigger part. Little guy. Graham's a pretty patient guy, actually. I'm surprised he stuck it out for I'm 200 shows. I'm surprised, Graham. <laughs> sometimes some yeah. I find it surprising that Graham has hung around for 200 episodes as well. Yeah, that just goes to show how big of a heart he has. So, again, support the show. Graham's grinding it out, putting up hey, with Darren. Look, it's all you know? the fucking meditation and cold thermal genesis. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the biohacking. It's paying off. No, on a serious note, fucking... Uh, and I said this a couple of years ago that it worked out really well, and at the end of the day, there's nobody I'd rather be doing this show with. It. Oh, thanks, buddy. My buddy Graham. Yeah, he's we a got, pretty. We pretty got solid a weird dude. fucking dynamic <laughs> and a weird fucking friendship, and it all just seemed <laughs> to work <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James, can you disconnect Red? He's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Red. I'm, I'm Team Red. I know you. Are. Okay, so uh, we figured um, we'd we'd bring these fellas in, and they could kind of ask us some questions for. Uh, for an hour or two, and uh, I think uh, hopefully this will answer some of the questions that some of you guys have. And uh, yeah, if not, then you can chime in on episode three hundred. So I guess we'll, we said we we're going to do alpha, alpha uh, alphabetical. Fucking alphabetical. Sorry, I have a fever, but the rum is helping. 
You're on like 1.25 speed too. That's pretty interesting. Am I? Yeah, that's, that's good. That's probably the booze. Yeah, it's fun listening to you guys in like half speed. <clears throat> no, it's not. Graham was doing some three quarter speed this morning. We thought <laughs> we found this beam at work that was really tough to find, and we we thought it was going to throw the schedule out the window. And then all of a sudden we found the beam we could get it the same day and Graham like instantly, boom, drops into three quarter speed. We're actually in the middle of the meeting. I'm like, are you fucking stoned right now? <laughs> it's funny. Your eyes get all squinty. It's all the That's funny from hanging stuff. out with me for so long. Yeah. When I'm smiling, my eyes squint. So you've just subconsciously taken that on. Yeah. What do you call that again? Stoned by uh, association. Stoned by association. <laughs> Contact high. So we're starting out with Adam alphabetically. Hello. Hi, Adam. Hey, Adam. What's up? Do you have a question? So I have a list of okay. questions. Yes. We're going to do, and, well, I think we'll do one at a time. We'll kind of go through one at a time. That way everyone gets equal play and we don't get, because we're, there's going to be a million tangents. And Red's question will be like four times longer than anybody's. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> so fire away, Adam. All right. Well, of course, hey, actually, simple. first, if you haven't heard Adam's podcast, Friends to Know, go to www.friends-2-know right now and check it out. All three or of us even been on easier, friendstoknow.space. Dot space. Yeah, oh, you I got, got a new that. URL? I, got, I got tired of saying it on the uh, the air like that, so I bought another domain to speak it easier. Out of boy. Out of boy. So what do you got, buddy? All right. Well, I kind of decided to frame my questions in knowing you guys a little bit just to kind of see the differences in your answers. So although they might seem a little juvenile, uh, the first one is a favorite number. And that would be for both of you guys. 11. 14. What's the reasons? Graham's reason is because it was Theo Fleury, the shortest hockey player to ever play the game. <clears throat> no, I mean, my number's always been 14. And he struggled with substance abuse. So you guys have that in common. <laughs> Except you you managed to fucking, you managed to break free. No, Theo's sort of the same know. amount of time as me. Is it really? Yeah, like I don't year, know. I don't enough, trust A year longer than me. No, I think I, Theo's I think... going on runaways. I don't think so. No, he, his he, weight's he, always going get, up and down. Well, that's what fucking happens when you don't have the you know alcohol and drugs to just to, 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 to lean you out. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw him get up in front of a whole whack of people on stage and talk about his sobriety. I don't think he's bullshitting. Anyways, that's not why my number's fourteen. This has always been fourteen in hockey, so I like fourteen. There you go. That's it. What's the eleven for there, Mister D? <sighs> I don't know. I just like it's like peace. Oh, what? Uh, it was my old hockey peace. number too, but I didn't want to say that because it just makes us look like a bunch of fucking Bob and Doug. <laughs> that was my old Canadian hockey number. <laughs> my old hockey number, right? <laughs> Is that you trying to have a Canadian accent just now? <laughs> I guess so. You're fucking Canadian. You don't need to pretend. <laughs> Whatever. It's like a drunk Englishman or something. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. I do the He's show sick. sick. <laughs> He's okay, sick. Who's next? I drink some more of this. I'm drinking rum right now to power through. We're, yeah. Did we answer we that? We should have like a good four hour podcast here so we can, like, remember the mushrooms episode? We'll do the Captain Morgan's episode. <laughs> the mushroom episode's <laughs> gone. If you haven't heard it, it's gone. What? Actually, there's a roundabout way to listen to it. If you want, really want to listen to it, then I can put you in touch with a guy who's got it. Okay, we know a guy. Whose phone is doing that? It's actually our buddy Gainer from UK. He, he foreseen me fucking getting squeamish oh and God, deleting really? it, so he downloaded it and put it on YouTube. Graham? 
Yeah. Why did you delete the psilocybin episode? Yeah, Uh, why did you delete it? I don't know. I was just having a weird fucking time, and I was self-conscious, and I just seen it as being a problem, and I deleted it, and once it was gone, it was gone. There was no, uh, there was no changing in mind. You know very well that once you upload something to the internet... Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's still around there somewhere. It's just a little more challenging for you guys to find it. It's like an I'm sure I still have it downloaded. There you go. Justin has it. Email him, justin at grimerica.com. Is that your email? It's 14 mine at grimerica.com. That's right. That's right. 14 That's a pretty fancy uh, email you got. That's why I like 14. You like 14. Oh, is that why you like 14? <laughs> it's short for 14. That's what I like about them high school girls. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Wow. You next, know, James? No, I'm not next. Yeah, J.A. becomes for I'm already the next guy? Yeah. There's only four of you. Well, no, RPJ is next. That's it, Justin? You had nothing else? No, 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 Justin's, Justin's after I, you. I didn't ask oh, no, Adam, you sorry. You do the alphabet. Adam. <laughs> sorry, Adam. That's it, Adam? Just one at a time. What, was it one question at a time? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, I, oh, boy. Somebody else go. <laughs> okay, Justin. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Darren, uh, out of all the topics that you've covered, which one that was like the most on the fringe or the most on the woo side, if you will, that you thought there's no way this is true but after interviewing or researching you thought maybe there's a possibility that there's something to it oh that's a good one that's a good question the Raelians? I know no they're definitely not the (laughs) The Raelians I'm actually gonna have to pull up my feed I'm gonna pull my feed up quick no no, it wasn't projects. I'm still not sold on projects. I'm loving it, dude. As I'm com- loving it. As compelling as it is, I'm having trouble getting all the way. <laughs> I would say, let me just scroll through the episodes quick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. It's not. See, growing Earth, I wasn't. I kind of went into it with pretty open things, and the Randall ones, I wasn't like anti. There was one. I'm trying to. I'm having trouble. You go first, Graham, and let me see if I can. I think find Justin's it. thinking more woo, right, for you. Yeah, there was one. I remember talking about it not long ago. Was it the sh- shaman woman who saw the Black Panther? Can the guy turn into the Black Panther? I think 9/11 might be a possibility there for an answer for you, buddy. Yeah, 9/11 probably would be the one, but I wouldn't say I was anti 9/11. I was just uninformed. You're just not awakened. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Well, the funny thing is the Hudas might, one might turn out to be more true than I gave it credit for at the time. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's a good example, actually. Um, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Lucid Dreaming, Robert Wagner. Oh, wow. Mm. Do you didn't think that there was a possibility that's that... Not that... To say, that's not to say that... Uh, that that's my favorite episode. That's just the one that I was probably oh, doing yeah. the most going into it. I just thought the whole controlling your dreams thing. I've never been able to do it. I'm still a little skeptical, but uh, Robert did a pretty good job of selling it. So you never had a lucid dream before? No, I've always no. I've never been in a dream and known I'm dreaming. Never. You never had a dream where you've been like, "Oh, I hope I'm dreaming," and then you 
are. Nothing like that. I can't even remember the last. Or just like all of a sudden realize that you're that you're dreaming. Not like wonder it, but just like holy crap, this is a dream, isn't it? And then you know, now the dream world is like a lot more action packed for most of you guys than it is for me. And I think, I mean, the pot probably doesn't help, but I also get a really. uh, I only sleep about five or six hours a night. I'm sure that probably plays a role too. I was actually my wife's been experimenting with uh dreaming by like waking up at like eight and then going back to sleep yeah that's one of the best ways that's yeah. you know but you know i got young kids and a full-time job so she and, wakes and up and at eight all to do that and goes back to sleep seven or eight yeah that must be nice yeah, yeah that must be pretty nice <laughs> maybe your wife and my fiance need to become friends <laughs> for me Sounds to do that familiar. i'd have to wake up at five yeah yeah it's not yeah. happening and the thing is, me and you fucking cram so much into our lives. Like, that's the thing, is between the podcast and work and life and kids and everything else, I mean, I kind of rely on that, you know, like 10 to 11.30 or 10 to 12 o'clock. To, that's, that's when I've really got time to work on this stuff. So most nights, I'm really only getting five or six hours of sleep, and I think that probably plays a role as well. <coughs> Graham? Oh, what? that wasn't for Graham. No. <laughs> I'll take Graham. No, I got a little for Graham, but I'll wait my, my turn. Okay, I'm going to ask my question now. Okay. All right. Um, Graham, did when you guys first started this podcast, do you think you'd last 200 episodes with her? <laughs> what was your actual, like, what was your guys' goal when you guys first started this? What was your thing? Like, oh, yeah, we'll do, like, 10 episodes no, or no, no, no. 200 or... No, no, no. We, we, we always planned uh, to just we planned, keep going. We, we always had, I mean, and I think part of it is, is we always had fucking kind of crazy aspirations for it. So yeah, because you guys went down to the symposium, you know, you met some people, did some talk, and you're like, yeah, we're going to talk about this on a podcast. And so what was the goal? Like, what was your... We didn't have we didn't have a goal for amount of episodes or anything like that. We just wanted to start it and try and be consistent and keep it going, right? And and just see how it went. Like, that's really what what it was. Like. And now look at you. It's doing pretty Mission good, Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's... Yeah, no, it's, it's, We don't want to jinx it or anything or ruin it. I mean, that's the, pro- the problem is you just want to keep... Doing what you're doing and not guys are getting really good downloads. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. You guys are doing awesome. Yeah, like thirty people. Thirty. We got about thirty listeners. Yeah, thirty online right now here. I think. Really. But we honestly, to be honest, to be honest with you, it was a lucky start, and we did it. We kind of did a few little things right at the beginning, and we had support from people like Micah Hanks and and other friends in the podcasting thing, and it, it kind of we got a pretty good jump start, and then. You guys had some pretty good guests right from the get go. Yeah, our right. first guest was Ephraim. Yeah, I mean, our first, episode, yeah. our first episode. Our first episode. Second was one was RPJ, times. I believe. So I mean, without guys like Micah and I RPJ so, yeah. and guys like that spreading the word, that never would have happened. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you, boys. Yeah, thanks. Where do you guys sell that uh, episode four hundred? Are you not looking that far ahead yet? For apps, episode four twenty. Oh, we don't really look ahead. It's kind of we. It, it we, honestly we just kind of like a month or two ahead, just to schedule guests, and that's about as far as we we look. And we always that's always in a panic when we run to the end of our list. We're like, oh shit, <laughs> we're out of booking. So then we'll book like a month and a half and yeah. like a week, yeah. and then we won't really worry about it again. I want Richard Dolan. Yeah, yeah, he'd be. He's on. Well, he's been on once for a little bit, but he's he's on on my list for sure to get. He's just so busy. It's t- you know, it's tough to get him. 
That was going to be my question. What's what's your dream interview? I mean, do you still have any? Well, most of the people I said, I think we Donald got, Trump. Don't have. Darren would just be best buddies with him. <laughs> um, Michio Kaku. No, I'm over Michio Kaku at this point. You know, honestly, I don't know who that would be. Michi's a shill. I think. Uh, Living or dead. Yeah. Living or dead would be Kirk Cobain or Jim Morrison. Oh, yeah. That'd be a tough one. Jim Morrison Whoa. or Kirk Cobain. I was at Kirk Cobain's house a couple months ago. Creepy. Dead? I'd like to talk to one of the pharaohs. Just yeah. to see so what... he could just go, la, 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 and he would understand <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying. No, yeah, but, you know, like, just to see what was really, like, you know, what kind of... Like what their world was like, you know what I mean? Being the most powerful person on the planet back then for thousands of years, like, well, just like America for a couple hundred or wherever, you know, the Russians or whoever's the most powerful now. Imagine being the pharaoh. Eh, sounds boring. Well, I think it's fair to say that, that the people living in this um, era today, they enjoy a level of comfort and, and security that even, you know, the pharaoh the furthest of Egypt, never knew. That's it. They would think you were the shit, James. No. Probably they had, like, you were a, you orgy were parties and got fed grapes and had, like, fans on them all the time and got carried around on chariots. It's probably still pretty badass. It would almost be a better life without phones and TV and media and just the simple Air things. Air conditioning in the desert. Just the simple it things. sounds fucking hot. Sticky. Know, all you I can saw, eat grapes saw, uh, and girls. I saw this uh, uh, series, no I think it was from National Geographic, about King Toots. Yeah, the guy was, okay, top of the pyramid, no pun intended and all that, but he had he had this limp, you know, the guy was a gimp. You know, yeah, has had this, uh, I guess, was a congenital problem, maybe it was a problem brought by a nasty fall, the... It was the inbreeding or whatever, and or the inbreeding, yeah. And, uh, or he just fell know. down. Sure. So yeah, there, <laughs> he was just a class. Yeah, there, there were the concubines and the grapes and whatnot, but followed by you know having your people smitten by a plague or by a famine. So yeah but what's the I difference know, nowadays we've got flu and we've got war and all this crap right now and stupid facebook you know it's it's all, like we all have our problems they're really not any a, different you yeah know? i think it's wrong either to romanticize or to you know uh look it down the way that people also tend to do you know that uh, the same the same way they do with uh quote-unquote primitive societies, the one that still live clo closer to nature, mm -hmm. you know, like maybe in the Amazons and whatever. And I think it's wrong either to go all dewy-eyed, new-agey to the Amazons for a, for a new-age uh, ayahuasca uh, trip, and you thinking that just because these guys, you know, still live in huts, that they are, you know, closer to Mother Earth or whatever. And at the same time, it's also wrong to think, look down on them or belittle them and think, well, these poor idiots, you know, they need to be saved by the white man. 
you know, to to give them the knowledge in order to to move on in the world and you know join the twenty first century. I think it's more just interesting to see how they live, you know, like just experience your life and then go out and experience the way somebody else lives, right? That's why it'd be cool to have like a time machine and go back and or maybe even forward, you know. I got I got a small list of of people living that I'd like to chat with. Why don't you rifle it off? Okay. So, uh, Foster Gamble, uh, Ellen Ellen Brown. She wrote the Web of Dead about uh, the Federal Reserve system. Jesse Ventura, Julian Assange, Robert Lanza, biocentrism. That sounds mm. really amazing. A, and, then, be a good one. and Bruce Lipton. So, I mean, yeah, uh, that's like a small list, but I mean, I don't really have any one person that, uh, you know what I mean, that I'd, I'd really love. Not Joe Rogan? Nah, not really. That, that's got to be Darren's pick. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Jesse Ventura would be fun. Yeah, he's pretty cool. You guys would love that one. You guys are all down there. <laughs> same rabbit holes. What about you, Megs? Who would be your favorite guest for these guys? Red? Me? Yeah. Uh, we'll go with Jack, Jacques Vallée. I mean, we're going with the uh, deaf uh, people also. Well, John Keel in the good days would have been a great interview. Mm. Jacques mm-hmm. Vallée, that's that's a good pick. Yeah, Uncle Jacques. Did you get to meet him at, did you go to the con- conference or whatever that was? Yeah, in February, yeah, we did uh, get to meet him. We did, did get to talk to him privately for 15 minutes or so. Cool. It was, yeah, it was like, I mean, Darren mentioned Kurt Cobain. It was, I guess, like the B14 version of of meeting a rock star, although I, I I must say that Jacques was probably would, would have been a, a much he was such a polite uh, person, you know, uh, very attentive, uh, and he tried to give give us uh, as much of his free time as he possibly could, but he was kind of in a hurry. I guess uh, I, I bet that uh, meeting Kurt Cobain wouldn't wouldn't have been as nicer an experience as that. Speaking of Kurt Cobain, I was recently in Aberdeen, which is where he's from, mm. and I was able to drive through during the daytime, which was nice. And I noticed on their sign that says, Welcome to Aberdeen. The uh, motto are. is, Come as you are. Yeah. I, w- I was in Aberdeen. Oh, that was pretty cool. When? Mm, the like hell? A month ago. October 8th. I should have came, came a couple weeks ago. Could could have came to the Sasquatch Summit with me. Well, actually, I was going to try to meet up with you, but we had rodent damage in the car, and I had to stay in Seattle. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, Seattle was amazing. Ocean Shores is pretty nice. It's nice uh, out of the way. Good Sasquatch habitat. These Sasquatches are, are just Wookiees. I don't see what the big deal is. Like everybody knows everybody knows they're wookies of course they're wookies what else are they this is no big deal there there was that um that that video showing uh, a wookie mask and uh it was like covered with brush they called it like maddie or something they named it and uh it was obviously just a just a chewbacca mask 
Oh yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, not uh, to switch where the questions are going, but Justin, have you seen a, a Sasquatch? Is that why you're so into it, or? No, I think I'm just so into it because I'm from the Pacific Northwest and I'm in central Washington, almost dead center central Washington. There's a lot of lore around here, but over on the other side of the mountains, I mean, it's just inundated with Sasquatch reports. And uh, I've only really been into it maybe three years now. Uh, There was actually a a sighting here in my hometown, just maybe 20 blocks from where I am right now. Um, we live in a valley and, uh, the deer come down during the winter time during the valley. And, uh, some, some say that, uh, deer are a food source for the Sasquatl. And, um, yeah, going up, going down the street. I don't think Graham's okay with Sasquatch being a carnivore. Omnivore. Oh, how do you know? Is that better? <laughs> There's no way. Well, we know. don't, we, we don't know. Maybe That's he eats I mean, small it's all speculation. hobbits. What's your thought on that? Do you think I, I don't think he's eating deer. Do you think he's eating deer? <laughs> he's eating something. He's pretty big. Something, there, are, I mean, there are several reports of of, of Sasquatch being seen uh, feeding on a on a, on a deer carcass. I'm sorry, carrying them away. Or, Maybe yeah. that's after they're dead, though. They're just making. Oh, he just stumbles time. upon Maybe. some dead oh, rats. So you, you think they, they wouldn't be Sasquatch is a carnivore? Is down? a scavenger? <laughs> A very common report in Sasquatch sightings is their speed. They're always incredibly yeah. fast. And I think they could yeah. probably track down a deer easily. Are there tales of Sasquatch? It's all speculation. Are there tales of Sasquatch in Mexico, Red? That's, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm, maybe, I don't know if are the six killer Clark managed to gather. Uh, it's too hot for those furry yeah, bastards hairy, down there. I know, I know there is the, the, the there are the alushes, you know, which are like the, the small hairy humanoid sightings. Those are, are are far more common. At least they are more more prevalent in the in the Mexican lore. But as for you know, giant hairy humanoids, I guess you will have to go farther down to South America. Where you have the legends of the Mapinguari in the Amazon jungle, and I, rem- I remember there was this uh, cryptozoologist dude whose name s- escapes me. I think it's, it's Dan- Daniel or Dave or something like that, who speculated that the Mapinguari might have been some kind of like a, a relic of a, a giant sloth, the ones that used to inhabit the continent. Uh, you know, Used tens to? of thousands. Well, allegedly, I mean, we have evidence that humans were hunting them down at least eleven thousand years ago. So, and we know that uh, the woolly mammoth was able to survive right until when he, humans were st- starting to build the pyramids in Egypt. Well, that's that's the obviously the orthodox, you know, calendar. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, I, I still, I still, I, I still think that there's something about all these sightings and all these legends that don't really match up with the idea of just uh, an undiscovered primate or groups of primates that have been ro- roaming uh, either, either the Pacific Northwest or 
or the southwest or or maybe even the the amazonian jungles i think there's there's another aspect to to this thing that either you want to call it paranormal or not that's i, I mean that's up to you to me i i think that Soraya asked and people who who believe that all these sorts of mysteries put to question our version of reality are right on the money well said yeah huh. bingo bingo who's next Red's deep <laughs> who's next that, so that was red's question then i guess about uh, who to have who we would have on yeah mm-hmm. so that brings us full circle yeah adam are you still there yeah all righty so um a serious kind of question. Um, have you guys had any like serious uh, mistakes or anything that happened on the podcast that um, turned out to be something that you guys uh, uh, learned a lesson from? Oh, there's plenty of times in the beginning that I'd accidentally delete something from the one track and I'd move all the break music up 30 seconds so nothing jived properly. You deleted my first interview. I deleted Justin's first interview. I accidentally deleted six <laughs> other interviews. <laughs> we lost an interview. The only one that we ever lost besides Justin's was uh, a guy talking about electronic, uh, what would you call it, Dan? EMF uh, radiation and causing cancer and stuff like that. So that was kind of interesting that... We're sitting, right, we're sitting in a Faraday cage full of electronic equipment, and the only one we lost was the guy <laughs> talking about how damaging it probably is. Coincidence? Or maybe, actually. I think Justin's deletion was part of that whole package. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Randall, the first Randall Carlson was one of those. <coughs> I think I think you actually might have lost two of my... I don't remember. Yeah, no, there was a scare. I think we almost, I think the second one was part of that package and we found it. I think that's what it was. We We lost the one. User error. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally user error. Yeah, 100%. I emptied the trash. Never empty the trash without checking what's in there. Never. Who's next? James. Dead air. James is next. I'll save that one. No, 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 go ahead. No, I got like a couple. Okay. Okay, this one's for Big D. So, Darren, why don't you believe in UFOs? It's not that I don't believe in them. I just don't care. <laughs> 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 but if you're going to, you know, if you're going to let Graham do the UFO quote of the week, which, you know, I think is pretty awesome and a few other listeners probably do, why don't you have an, do you really have a closed mind about these UFOs? I, you know, as being a good buddy of yours now, you know, I, I, I kind of know what you're thinking a little bit now, getting to know you, and well, what's the deal? How can, you don't care. I just don't care. It doesn't, uh... It's the biggest thing it's not in a thing human history. It's not a thing. It's the biggest thing. It will the be biggest. The I'm not ruling out that it's not happening. I don't think it's happening. I think anything okay. these what? people are seeing are probably, you know... All right, let me ask you. Or something, but... Even if it is, I just don't care. Okay, well, okay, let me re-ask. It's not that I don't care. I'm just less interested in that than I am in other things. All right, let me rephrase the question somewhat then. Is it that you, <coughs> is it that you don't care or that you don't believe? It's probably a little of both. So you honestly would think that they're not real? 
Like it's a possibility that we're not talking about ET here. It's, it's no, UFOs, any of that, yeah. any of it. Like whether it's an ET encounter uh, no, we or can't, a sighting. We can't start doing that. So yeah, there's, so, there's that, a thing there. No one knew what it was. Yeah, it's a UFO. No, like the real, like I'm talking about, like the actual, you know, extraterrestrial. Non-conventional aircraft. Yeah, the extraterrestrial hypothesis. Oh, you're talking about that? Yeah. So okay. that includes UFOs that are flown by aliens. Okay. Are you going to say that that is not possible? Or I'm not saying closed, it's not possible. I'm just saying it's it? not probable. Okay. In a simulated universe, it would all be a simulation. So you don't have to believe, Darren. That's right. <coughs> you, well, no, I'm not telling you what to do. But. When I see it, I'll believe it. And it's not that I don't believe it. It's just not. No, when you see it, you'll say it's I've a seen drone. It. I've seen Didn't it. you have already a UFO sighting? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a UFO. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like life-changing like Graham's was. He was stoned. It was just like, oh, look at that. That was neat. So what were we talking about? <laughs> And honestly, that's just, until I see something that's really, you know, really, really captivating, which I haven't, then I, I just, it's, it's not that I'm not interested. It's just that I'd, I'd rather not. You don't think the implications are like one of the most important things for the human race right now, especially at the time we're in right now? I don't now? think so. I think there's a hundred percent that there's life on other planets, probably on most other planets. Then don't you think that's important for us to figure that out? Really okay. Well, before, well, that's a, that's before a we question. fucking destroy ourselves? That's a like, different question. If there's life on other planets, sure. No, because no, yeah, you don't care about it. You, you think that visiting us? No. So what's wrong? Probably not. Okay. So we've built machines that are flying around space right now. Exploring. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, <laughs> we are. Okay. And so what's who's to say that another race out there with a you know, even a million year head start on us isn't gonna build machines and start exploring somewhere else. It's not and that then hard to go believe. visit some fucking dumb monkeys yeah, on Earth. Absolutely, no, of course no, they are. No, no. No. Why wouldn't they? Because we're in the most interesting period of time for a civilization that we're about to right. leave planet and we're about to destroy this it. Is it. This is, the this best is time like ever. this is the tourism spot. This is like go see Earth because they're about to fucking leave or die. Or oh, well. it's as simple as we are close to a couple other races and they're like, okay, well there is humans over here. Let's if you want to go see them, we'll fly over there and do our experiments or whatever and do some research and see what this planet is like with these weird. Little, you know, human dudes that like to blow each other up. Nope. You know, there's nothing wrong with, like, it makes perfect sense. It makes tons of sense. I want it's to just explore not something here. I want to explore something here with regards of, uh, of you know, to me, Portian paranormal phenomena are in, in many ways similar to psychedelic experiences. Yeah. And with psychedelic experiences, we know that there is such a thing as a set and setting, you know, which are uh, things that you have to keep in mind in order to conduce to either a positive uh, psychedelic experience, even a life-changing psychedelic, psychedelic experience, or if not a negative negative one, at least not as one as um, you know relevant or are you know transcendental as it could have been. And so here we have two persons who, for all in, uh, intents and purposes, uh, had the same experience. You know, they, they observed an unidentified flying object, which could have been, you know, whatever. And for one of those people, Graham, the event was truly life-changing. And... For the other person, you know, Darren, it was all like, meh. So, 
I think this is interesting. You know how how you the, the observer brings so much to the table when they 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 are uh, experiencing these events. I think that ninety and this is not to to, to criticize Darren, but I think that my opinion, 90% or 99% of the people out there are aligned more, subscribe more to the meh category when they they happen to have a truly anomalous experience. They, do, they don't know what to do with it. Or if we go with a set and setting model here, maybe they were not ready for that experience or they did it didn't happen at the right moment and the right time in their lives in order to bring about a true a true life change you know maybe if uh, if uh, Graham hadn't been at, the, at, at, at an appropriate mindset that sighting of a UFO he had when he was in Tel Aviv when he was backpacking back in the 90s wouldn't have been as transcendental as it as it actually was so uh, I think about that a lot, you know, how, how there, whether we want or, or need it or not, there is definitely a subjective aspect to all of these. It's not that the, 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 the phenomena are imaginary, that people are imagining, imagining shit. It's that there is, there's a lot that the observer is bringing to the table when they have these experiences. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's right. And Grav's just a little more airy fairy than me, so <clears throat> he sees spaceships, and I see. I don't know. Maybe if you saw, well, I mean, we there's, all a, saw them. there's a famous quote. Well, I know it never struck any of your friends that, we tracked down. Quite actually, as you. No, Red, Red, your your point is really well. It's 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 uh, very important as far as my sighting went too. Because do you remember I tracked down those two New Zealand girls who were with me at the time? And the other guy yeah. now too, right? No, he wasn't there. Oh. No. The guy I'm friends with now. Yeah. But he knows he, I'm trying to find other guys that he might know, or he might be in touch with, but they, it didn't change. They just chalked it up to some weird thing. Like it did not exactly. affect them the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And if they were there, there are people, I, I, I know of, of a person, uh, who experienced, uh, what, uh, we could call a near death experience. And we obviously, we know of all these cases of people who experience being, you know, out of their bodies and going into a light and whatnot. And most of the time we, 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 we think of this experience of truly life changing, you know, giving you a totally new perspective of life, the universe, you know, the consciousness and whatnot. But this person that I that I knew of, and who after years of knowing him, he finally you know shared this experience to me. It wasn't really that big of a deal to, to him. I mean, he was a bit emotional at the time. He, I think he was uh, he was a bit drunk. I think that's probably the, the only reason why he actually like uh, cracked open a bit and, and and let me know of this aspect of him. But it wasn't certainly life changing for him. He was still something of a prick. Actually, he was still very much immersed in the material paradigm. He's still trying to, you know, uh, have a lot of success in his career and, and living the good life and whatnot, pursuing all these 
Not but doesn't it say something books. that he didn't want to openly share it? Sure. Of course. I mean, I think that 99% of the people experience these, uh, these anomalous events, and most of them keep it in their closet to the point that they may even forget about them entirely, you know, mm. and probably those girls from New Zealand, they didn't even uh, think about that uh, UFO sighting in Tel Aviv for, from, for all these years until Graham reached out to them and, and brought it up. And it was like, oh, yeah, that weird thing. Yeah, who knows what it was? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Life goes on. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, who's next? Adamski. Adamski. <laughs> but someone you would have liked to interview? No, that's the next question. <laughs> oh. Oh, Adam, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> There's two Adams here, apparently. Yeah, um, how did you guys meet? Um, I mean, obviously on the job, but I'm like, you know, just uh, more of your origin story together because we all at the podcast, when we hear it, we just hear the end result of your guys' friendship. Well, somebody at work, uh, my cousin said, oh, you you should talk to Darren. You guys would get along. You guys, because I was mentioning something about... Probably about ancient aliens or something. Not, maybe not even that. I don't even know what it was. Probably about UFOs or something. And he is like, yeah, Darren's in all that stuff too. So I don't even know how he knew that you were in all that stuff. Like, did you talk about that a lot to people no, back then? No, not a whole lot. No, I don't know how he would know. I don't know how. Well, maybe you were into the ancient aliens thing. I was watching a lot of like, ancient aliens. I got all in on ancient aliens. And then I had to drive around with Darren at work and... We were chit ch chatting about stuff, and I was showing him podcasts, and that's kind of how it happened. So, I mean, we were forced to work pretty close together. Like, out of all the people at work, we work probably the closest together, too, right? So, <clears throat> like... We talk to each other, like, 20 times a day. Yeah. At least. So, it was just a matter of time, really, until now we talk to each other, like, 100 times a day. It's ridiculous. But it works out. Most of the time. We have our little spats now and again. <laughs> <laughs> but they're feeling pretty convenient. Train. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, for the amount of time we communicate, we get along pretty good. For the most part. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's a... Every once in a while, I get sick of his making fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you don't get sick of it more often. Yeah. He no. does. He no. just doesn't. <laughs> no, like the he one of the I'm, sure he, talks, I'm some, sure he talks about me all the time at therapy. <laughs> some listeners, <laughs> some listeners say said uh, in a couple of emails recently about how they they like how things just roll off my back or something like that. And I have thick, pretty thick skin with Darren. So, well, every comedy team needs a good straight man, and you play it very well. Perfect. Thanks. James is using the squatty potty. I'm jealous. Those are pretty expensive. No, it was like 30 bucks. Not here. Really? Really? I just bought yeah, one. They, they I had, bought one on Amazon they, for 30 here bucks. At the store. I haven't looked at it on Amazon, but right down here, right down here at the, the Target, the Target, they're like 56 bucks. Wow, what? that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I that's know. the price. Is it Squatty Party yeah. brand or? 
Yeah, it's Squatty Potty brand. So I'm in Canada. Bath and Beyond, 20% coupon. So many people thought we were fucking hawking Squatty Potties when I talked about it. Really? Oh, well, yeah. we're still talking yeah. about it. So. Well, we tried to get Squatty, Squatty Potty, Potty on. Bezos when we talk about it. I just think it's a great product. So I finally if so I get don't this. use it, I fucking I I notice. It's like fucking shitting through a fucking straw. <laughs> uh, that seems that's more a good difficult. description. A little less f bombs. Get a squatty potty. You'll know what I mean. <laughs> so I went Canadian Tire looking for one, and I asked this guy. He seemed to know quite a bit about it. I'm like, so do you guys? Where's your squatty potty? And he and he had no idea what I was talking about. So I'm trying to explain to him. It's this plastic thing you put your legs on when you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> And he he just he didn't get it. So I'm like, look, there's a certain it's, way, it's though, called, right? You know, there's a certain way. It's a cold. You can't squat. sit on the toilet and then lift your legs up. You got to stand up on the squatty potty, <laughs> straight up. Stand up with your feet on the feet things, and then descend. Uh, no, 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 I can't do that. No, you have no, to. I can't oh, do that. You're not I getting a sore the full knee. experience. I can't. Oh, he has a sore knee. You stand up on the thing first, and then yeah. you bend down and put your ass yeah. on the toilet. It's like I'd fall down. That I'd keeps fall. it straight. Otherwise, you're like just kind of trying to pull a like a weird balloon straight that's already kind of bent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm in there, and he goes, "No, I went and checked for you. I looked all over, and I called, I talked to my manager or something, and I looked online, and he didn't find him anywhere. So I'm walking around, and I'm still because you told me, Darren, that they were at Canadian Tire. Like, they got to be anywhere. Canadian Tire's got to have Squatty Potty. So. I found it myself in the fucking bathroom department, sitting on the bottom shelf. Nice. That's the thing. People don't know about the squatty potty. They don't understand what they're missing. Proper bowel movements. But I just don't understand how you're going to back, how you're standing up a thing, how you're going to back down onto the toilet without falling. Well, I have a... Do you have uh, a grab bar or I something like that? I have a sink there I can grab. Okay. I'll Sometimes... Try. I'm like halfway into position yeah. and I'm already leaking gas. It's like, and then I fucking, when I hit the landing pad, boom, I'm done. You're just getting started. I'm done. I'm on to cooking dinner. We'll get you a harness there, uh, Graham, Hopefully that we can attach to the ceiling. Hands. I like taking my time on there. With your eye poop? <laughs> I do too. When you have kids, you should even longer. Justin knows. <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> trying to finish this podcast. Yeah, I'm just trying to finish this last chapter. Yeah, pretty much. I'm reading like four different books right now, so I spent a lot of time in the restroom. Guaranteed, James. So is maybe I don't. My basement right now. Did you creep around my basement? You fuck. You did, didn't you? You did. Did you go in the closet? Yeah, you did. <coughs> Fucker. So who, who's uh, who's going to who's next? Like Jesse. So oh yeah. See, we were just talking about it. Did you use it? Did you use it properly? No, there's no manual. You got to mount. You got to stand on it. You know I didn't want to do it wrong. You stand on it Did first and descend. Well, sometimes you know standing. You descend. Sometimes standing a little too far away is not a good idea. Did you fall? No. What did you do? <laughs> Is there shit in my bathroom? Uh, did you break the toilet? I broke the toilet in Ireland once when I was staying at a guy's place. Hey, I went to I went to like a bathroom in Cuba and there was no toilet. It was like the hole that you stand over. Yeah. That was crazy. But no, it was actually just interesting to you know snoop through your basement. While you're That's squatty potty one Yeah. We just stand over the hole. 
So thanks for telling the whole world that I went. Yeah, see, they, in Cuba, they know how they know how it works in Cuba. Yeah, they're already they just stand up and it's, <laughs> we got to pay thirty bucks. First, you pay two fifty for the toilet, then you pay another thirty to yeah, shit. They just normal. put a hole in there. They're like, we Ready. don't score the party, man. It's okay. We don't need no stinking plastic, man. Everything's actually they don't have plastic in Cuba. Everything's made from wood. Really? Well, no, but I'm just. Saying stuff that isn't true. <laughs> no, actually, no. You know. I've been, you know, I've been to Cuba, and it was really interesting. Like, you know, how you go through the flea markets in Mexico or anywhere else, and you know, they've got like pretty standard things, you know, that are made from glass or from plastics or whatever, you know, wood and stuff. But everything in Cuba is handmade. Like <laughs> a lot of it's made from wood. It really is. Or they take like old spoons and forks and make rings out of them. And like, cause they just don't have. The same, the same manufacturing. Yeah. yeah, like you can't get a Gatorade there. There's no such thing. Yeah, you know, I like or Cuba. Coke or any of that. You know, it's really weird. And all the cars are old, and they've converted all those really nice old '57 Chevy. Mustard was amazing. You know, Best that, mustard in the world is in Cuba. That stuff's probably good. But you notice how all the cars got converted to diesel? No, I wasn't. And it attention. stinks like diesel gas, like because everything's diesel. I liked Cuba huh. though, mm. other than. The insane fucking diarrhea I had for about a week after I got back, and then I ended up in the emergency room. Uh, that's a whole other story. Maybe a trip report. Yeah, <laughs> squatty potty report. <laughs> Can I post a picture that I took of the squatty? Squatty potty. Do you have? A, do you have a? I'm gonna post that Darren? on Facebook. James, I think you have a question for Darren. Darren. Okay, should I? You want me to ask this? Yeah, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of okay, course. fine. All right, this is pretty funny. Well, you know, I got to be buddies with you guys for a while, so I figure I'm going to ask this because you know, listening to the podcast, Darren, you know, likes to talk about how much of an Indian he is, but he's also half white. So I was just wondering why? Why you always just say Indian, buddy? What about the white guy in you? I give up. Why don't you give a shout like out to, to the white guy in you? I don't like to talk about my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I was like, I hate that part of me. Do you just, did you disclose all your weaknesses, James? No. Well, you already know now that I don't know how to use a squatty potty. So. You're already fucked. You're the bowel syndrome. Here yeah. you come. Thanks for telling everybody. My bowels will be working like fucking gold. I'll be fucking supplying the fecal transplant fucking. Fresh <laughs> supply. So anyway, what, uh, which, 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 who is your, was your mom white or your dad? My mom. Your mom's white? I'm, uh, I think I'm around 30% Indian, 30% Norwegian, and 30% Austrian. So you're mostly white. What about Denisovian? You're part Denisovian. Well, there's that too. You're 60% white. Yeah. Luckily. But you call yourself Indian. Yeah. So that's good that you're proud of that. Yeah, he calls himself There's not too many fucking, the hockey part of There's not too many fucking Indians left, man. Well, yeah, there's lots of them. They just don't. Especially not with a voice. They don't stick around Calgary too much. I'm a proud fucking Indian. Yeah. You motherfuckers fucked up everything. Everything. We used to just fuck I don't this. blame you. Yeah, no, have sex you. all night. Have sex all winter. My, In the wigwam. What else are you going to do? My stepbrothers. Get a buffalo. Uh, you know, the white man tried to improve it. Look where we are. <laughs> Donald fucking Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we. What are you saying we? We live in Canada, bro. Yeah, so we live 60% in the apartment. 60% white, and you live in Canada. And we, live, we got Donald we Trump. We live in the fucking apartment. I'm an Indian. We live in the apartment upstairs. <laughs> That's true. We've got Trudeau. And the neighbor fucking of drinks course. too much, and it's just a matter of time until he falls asleep with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Burns the plate. The kid upstairs is partying too much. $21 million, uh Trudeau spending on his pool house. This is what our president is doing. We call him a prime minister here. 
He's building a $21 million pool house. Now, what did he make all of his money doing? Oh, no, no, we're paying for this. Kid. This is for his, this is the, the our White House is paying for this. Or, he was oh, born nice. Rich. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What do you mean the pool house? Where, He's where getting a pool house pool. in the White, in, in the, like, in the, in wherever the, he lives. There's no fucking the White gray House. The House or whatever Taxes, it is. No gray <laughs> house. The, the Red Jesus House. Jesus Christ. I forget what it's called. It's like Abbey Road or something, isn't it? No, that's a record from the Beatles. <laughs> Paul is dead, motherfucker. Don't you ever disgrace the Beatles. How terrible. We don't even know where the Prime Minister resides. We don't care. We don't care. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> wow. You better be careful. We're going to get kicked off the internet. No, Canadian we're not. Internet. Fucking Trudeau no, ain't kicking no. anybody no, off the internet. going to turn off your internet. No chance. Look at him. He's just spineless. No, 24 Sussex Drive. I, you know, that used to be a CBC show, right after Coronation Street. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like Trudeau. He took oh. out the fucking visa requirement for us Mexicans, so he's okay. In I'd have got you in anyway, Red. Don't worry about it. No doubt. If you ever come up here, you can stay. Hey, most place. people who don't live in Canada love Trudeau because he's just sending cash all over the fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear him about how he we was like... We don't talk about politics my, here. We talk about that on Adam's show. My deepest sympathies <laughs> to Fidel Castro. Did you hear that whole thing? Oh, my God. I almost I threw <laughs> yeah, up in my fucking mouth amazing. a little bit. No, no, no. no have you that just... is fucking disgusting. And all the celebrities... Enough of that. All the ce- I'm drinking uh, rum and I'm rum's sick. kicking in, guys. I'm flu. I'm <laughs> drinking rum. This is what I do for the show. The Let's turn on the video said. feed. Okay. Did you see that, that hashtag with Trudeau? Trudeau eulogies. <laughs> It's like, hey, Hitler wasn't so bad. He had good vision. <laughs> Trudeau eulogies. Oh. The guy praised the fucking... How many people died under Castro? I don't know. Tons. All the Cuban, all the, all the Cuban people, people who died over, are celebrating in the streets. Pinochet, who was uh, uh, another tyrant, but that was, was endorsed by the CIA and by Margaret Thatcher. So there's that. The other so, problem that the, the United States had with Castro, yeah, he was a tyrant, but he wasn't one endorsed by them. So that's I'm not saying the USA. Up. I'm saying he's not a person to be fucking praising. No, yeah, like if you and it's not just Trudeau; they, it's a bunch of fucking celebrities too. It's like, are it's you kidding not me? Praising, well, it's uh, look here in Latin America, Castro symbolized uh, resistance to. Well, the American Empire. Well, he's a. So that's one of the things that all of Latin America understood, and no, no, most of them, you know, didn't have the guts. There we go. The, the amount of people. Right. Hang on, let's. Okay, 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 okay. Keep, keep going, right? Keep going. You know, so so uh, as a as a person who was born in Latin America in Mexico, you know, you you hear those both 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 sides of those of those arguments, you know. The people who viewed Castro as a monster, and the people who viewed Castro as a hero, you have you you hear them, you know, uh, in those uh, telling his pros and his cons, and I and like everything in life, you know, I guess that the reality was somewhere somewhere in between, you know, probably, yeah, he, it's like in the movie Batman. You know, like the Dark Knight. You know, if you live long enough to be a to, uh, the, the the hero lives long enough, and suddenly he be- becomes the villain. You know, I think that something in that regard happened to him. You know, he had left, you know, power in the 1960s. You know, he he would have been praised 
as a freedom fighter, you know, as a revolutionary, as a, you know, as a hero to the people and whatnot. But I guess the guy got obsessed. He got obsessed and he, he thought, he probably thought he was the only one who was able to maintain Cuba secure from, from American intervention. And, you know, he resorted to very, very nasty methods in order to secure his position. You know, obviously, I, I'm, I'm not condoning them, I'm not, I'm not forgiving him. But the thing is that, you know, it was interesting. I think it was, uh, I, I read an article in, in, I think it was from El País, a Spanish newspaper, that uh, Castro is the, the one true American, uh, it, was a, it was a product, more of a product of the United States mm -hmm. that we care to admit. I mean, think about it. The, the one thing that started to uh, make Castro as a, as a symbol more than as a simple man, man, was this article that was released by the New, the New York Times, <laughs> you know, in which he was uh, heralded as a freedom fighter, as a guerrilla warrior that was going to overthrow Batista, who, by the way, was also a dictator, was also killing people, you know, but that one was backed, obviously, by the CIA, by all their, their front companies and by the mafia who used to resort as, uh, in Cuba as their, you know, go-to place, you know, it was just like an hour away from Miami. So here was Castro, who was a very charismatic individual. And thanks for that article, you know, he started to gain a lot of support from the United States. Yeah, you know, the U.S. Like, media like, basically the, put him into power. Sure. In a way, yeah. And let me tell you that. After that, and after, you know, he was, he fell from the grace of the United, the United States, it was Washington the, who kept him, kept him in power indirectly by maintaining the stupid blockade. Maintaining the stupid blockade and giving Castro enough of an, of an excuse uh, in order to justify all the things that befell to, to his country. Everything bad that happened to the country, he only had to blame it on the gringos and the blockade. The blockade imposed by the American imperialists. And there's that. You know, there's your answer. That's why we are so poor. That's why we don't have enough food because of the gringos. If the American uh, government had been smart enough to say, okay, let's stop the blockade. Let's stop... Uh, all these, the economic embargo, and let, let's allow Cuba to, the Cubans to realize that, you know, even without the blockade, still, they're still going to be in a whole lot of problem because, you know, the, the Castro was terrible in, uh, uh, with economics, especially after uh, the, 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 the Soviet Union fell. That's when, you know, he no longer had the security of of Russian oil, Russian gas, and he no longer have his number one uh, uh, customer for for Cuban sugarcane. If they, if the, if Washington had decided to stop the blockade decades ago, I I I really think that by now we will see, we will already be witnessing 
some sort of democratic government in Cuba. But no, you know, the Americans are so good and, and you know, and supporting and, and endorsing their, their future or standing enemies. And they decided to stubbornly continue with this, this, this stupid policy because it was, it was all about saving face. It was all about not tolerating this banana republic that, def- that continuously defies them. You know, and it was, uh, and in the same, the same way from for for Castro. You know, he stubbornly tried to defy the American Empire. You know, until you know the whole thing ended up. You know, it'll come more of a fizzle. You know, when 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 Obama said, "Okay, enough is enough. Let's start establishing a good, uh, uh, relationship with them." You know. Because obviously, you know, after five decades, this other plan clearly didn't work. With Trump, obviously, it, it seems that he wants to go with, with the, you know, the um, putting on a, a, a hardcore uh, uh, policy to, again towards Cuba. I don't know if it's going to work or not, and and who knows what will happen uh, after. Raul, Raul Castro, who is uh, Fidel's younger brother, although he's he's pretty old already. I think he's eighty, 80 or something. Yeah, eighty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he promised to back down by twenty eighteen. So there's a lot of speculation about who is going to replace them. They say on that Alejandro, one of Fidel's uh, sons, is being groomed to take over. I don't know if that's going. to to be any, any, uh, of any use or not, because I was listening, I was also reading to another article how for the people who were born in 1956, it was a, this was a huge blow for them, but for, for people who were born earlier, uh, later, you know, people who are now in their 20s, you know, 25, you know, Castro wasn't so much of a big deal anymore because he, he had been... Uh, absent for so long, you know, the, of the public scene because of his health, because of his age. And those people are probably going to want to start to see uh, Cuba open up to the world economically. You know I mean, they don't care so much about the revolution anymore. They want to have what they see, what, what they are now able to start seeing, you know, through the internet, and through, through television. They want to have, you know, all those cons- uh, consumerist privileges that they were denied of for so many years. So, so let's see what will happen, you know, but that is what I'm trying to explain here is that is why you still see a lot of uh, reverence for the figure of Fidel. And I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you something else. I was tweeting with a friend of Grimerica show, Andrew Chestnut, we had him with uh, this other guy to discuss the, the issue of Santa Muerte. You remember, guys, that show? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I tweeted to him because I was curious to know his opinion of what will happen to Fidel's uh, um, figure now that he's finally dead. You know, that because I think there's a chance that Fidel is going to become uh, a folk saint of sorts the same way that you know we have folk saints in mexico like malverde and obviously that's also santa muerte which you could call it or her a folk saint 
And I wanted to know his opinion of whether Fidel will eventually become some sort of folk saint for the people. And he said that it's, it was possible because I think that he had a... There's people who have already seen photos of Fidel's during, you know, uh, Yoruba uh, Budu ceremonies. So there's this aspect that, you know, uh, Fidel is... And then with Hugo Chavez, you know, the former leader of Venezuela, who was kind of like a, a rematched version of Castro, you know, in South America, and he ended up supporting Fidel for, for a long time, too. He died and he also became a folk saint. So, so it will be interesting to see what happens to Fidel's figure as time goes on, you know. But the fact that we're still speaking about so much from... The, a guy who used to run this little, tiny, almost insignificant island, you know, in the Antilles, you know, in, 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 the, in, in, in the Caribbean, speaks a lot about, you know, how influential he was, how powerful his personality was. I mean, this is a guy who really was capable of anything. You know? and, and, and he did, you know, he, he managed to overthrow... Uh, the, the the government of Batista, he managed to 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 resist the influence of of of, of the United States for uh, fifty five years. Yeah, know, but I would argue he never would have overthrown Batista without American intervention. The only American intervention he had was the that media. The people Times, were the people were ready for him. New York Times paper, but he didn't receive any kind of support. You know, in, in, no, in but terms he, of he, weapons, he had airwaves saying that he was you know better and then he you know killed what i don't know somewhere between 10 and 100,000 no, people there's no denying the influences that that newspaper had in order to 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 aggrandize his figure in the eyes of the cuban people who decided to then you know join him or, or join in the resistance and and you know scare the shit out of batista who ended up you know running to miami and fleeing the country you know, there's no denying that. And also there's no denying how he became uh, he's more than a man in the eyes of the Cuban people after you know, he managed to, to, to win over Batista. There's, there's this talk about this speech he gave uh, when, in a, when he entered Havana that lasted four hours until dawn, and then they released some dopes and one of the dopes, you know, ended up landing on his shoulder. And the people were transfixed. You know, he, in that moment, he became the Cuban messiah. <laughs> you know, he knew the power of his, his, uh, of his own figure. You know, how, that's why he groomed it so, so well. You know, he always appeared with a typical, um, you know, green uniform, you know, green guerrilla uniform with the, with the cap. <laughs> And his beard, and the and the cigars, and all that. You know, that was the, the image that he always tried to project. And he always he was very careful to not have anyone, you know, overshadow him. You know, that's why some of his old comrades uh, who started to criticize him were were uh, swiftly silenced. You know, were either executed or, or incarcerated. You know. I think there was this guy, Uber Matos, you know, who was uh, a friend of his when he was still at the Sierra Maestra, 
And then, you know, he started to criticize uh, Castro when he he became openly uh, more, more uh, uh, he started to talk more about communism, you know, in his speeches when he first had said he, that, that his movement was democratic. So he started to criticize him and he, and he was, you know, thrown into jail and he was released in, I think it was in 1979 or something, and he went into exile to Miami. So, yeah, he... Castro was ruthless, no question about it. But in, at the same time, no more ruthless or no less ruthless than any other, you know, uh, men of state that nowadays we, uh, you know, we favor more in the history. Books. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, look at some of the American politicians. I mean, sure. How many innocent people has Obama droned? Ah, oh, too many. Sure. Yeah. How many? How many I people? Mean, how many people? The, the Americans uh, uh, incarcerated in, innocent people. You know, just because they were of Asian ethnic background during Second World War. You know, because there was the fear that they might show some allegiance to to the Japanese to the Japanese government. So this, they decided to, to err in the side of caution, and they threw all of those people into concentration camps. But we don't talk about that. No, we don't. We don't talk about that. You can't talk about that. I mean, America is founded on genocide, so all mm -hmm. we can do is try and fucking correct the record moving forward. I think. Sure. There's no. Uh, there's no erasing the history. I mean, the the fact that no one talks about that, that is yeah. already pretty pathetic. Like you don't learn about that in school. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's a good little little history uh, lesson about Cuba from Red. Thanks, buddy. No, 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 no. Then that's Cuban. It's my own personal opinion. You know, what I mean, and people are, are have the right to disagree with me or not. You know, but I, I wanted to throw my opinion as a, as the only. Uh, Didn't Raúl Castro once say his dream was to <laughs> drop three atomic bombs on New York? Yeah, and Castro's, and then Obama would drop. You know. 30 on Cuba and then oh I shut your mic off because you were typing too much you want to turn that back on are you going to behave go. there you go <laughs> no, sorry <coughs> for those of you that don't know Darren's yeah, sick today Obama's a piece of shit too I mean really yeah I, I could see like I could picture could you imagine the meetings that fucking Trudeau and Obama have? They're giggling like schoolgirls, I bet. What? I could just picture it. Why? I don't know. Just look at them. They're, neither of them look like leaders to me. They just like look like so, fucking bureaucrats. Uh, let me ask you something, so, Darren. What do you, you know, care how they look? Since we are into the politics. What do I care how they look? Because appearances are important. Is there any politician in the world you actually admire? I like the motherfucker in the Philippines. What's his name? Duterte? Duterte. That motherfucker is okay. It's too bad he's fucking gunning down all those people, but I like how he says it's on his mind. <laughs> okay. So here's Darren, you know, you know, supporting a, a, a genocide murderer. No, I, no I'd, I'd have a tough time finding a politician that... Uh, that I, I think Trump. Okay, I think no. Even even Trump has enough of his own problems. He's just he's he's just different, I guess. But at the end of the day, they're all fucking 
I don't know. I, I really think that political, and, and not just in Canada, or not just in the USA, and fucking the Western world in whole, there needs some sort of new political fucking agenda. Because okay, what about this politicians shit in work. the Eastern world? You know, there's any poli- political figure. They don't have, I'm not saying it. I'm not life. saying what you're trying to get the me to say of, on the show. The mayor of Rome. Fuck the mayor of Rome. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, no, I can't. I can't say who I think is is. I, I won't say. I'll, I'll say it on Adam's show because nobody's gonna like it. Yeah, let's save this for let's save this for another show. Okay. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, save it for another show because my pick doesn't live on this side of the world. That's what I asked. I yeah, mean, well, I'm what's your pick? Has to be I can't say. We'll just lose more supporters, more listeners. Okay, just bleep it out. Putin. Yeah, that's that's Putin. honestly. I think fucking Vladimir Putin is Putin. one of the better yeah, ones. Oh yeah, you better bleep that one. As far as fucking what bleep. he what he's done for his fucking country is more wow. than fucking any leader of the USA has done for their bleep. fucking people in the last that's fucking fifty bleep. years. Okay, <laughs> we we know how great Darren is at editing. And we know about <laughs> <laughs> you should have muted your mic. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure I don't get the full picture of it, but from what I can see, he's, he's the only fucking person who honestly cares about his people. My fucking leader cares about the rest of the fucking world more than Canadians. All the U.S. politicians care about the rest of the world more than U.S. citizens. Mexican leaders care about the fucking their pockets more and the cartels' pockets more than they care about your fucking pockets. And I can take this all the way around the fucking globe and hate Russia as much as you want to, but fucking take a look at what Putin's done since fucking he came into power for Russia. Period. Yeah, Not but- what he's done to fuck with people around the rest of the world because I can't trust anything that I fucking see on TV or read on the internet. Internet. I'm yeah. just going by what he's done to the Russians' people's standard of living. What, what yeah, but he he's also a billionaire. And well, good for him. I don't give a fuck from, if he's and, a billionaire. And, and he how saved did this fucking country oligarchy. from fucking communism. Out of, Any, out of anybody the oil. Sure, anybody would have. That's why the fucking USA and North America is heading straight there. Well, no. Putin's also quite a, a, a dictator. Like, he goes in and into businesses and he's yeah, like, listen, you guys are... You know, you're going to pay or you're going to be done. Good, that's how it them. should be. You know, but like, you know, not, you don't, I mean, you don't like, you know, like he's not on the full up and up. No, I'm not saying he's on the full up and up, but I'm saying he's just as much or more on the up and up than anyone in the fucking Western world. You tell me who in the fucking Western world is on the up and up. Yeah, you have one. Since name some fucking politician in the last 50 years in the Western civilization that had our fucking interests in heart. Jesse Ventura. Maybe fucking JFK. Jesse Je- Ventura doesn't fucking count. Ron, Ron Paul. He doesn't count either. He's not a politician. What? Yeah, he is. No. Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie no, Sanders Bernie's is a closer shell. to fucking Hitler than anybody else. Bernie's a shell. Okay. Let's change the subject. Okay, let's go. <laughs> who's next? <laughs> who's next? <laughs> Both have squatty bodies. Hey, Darren's all fired up tonight. So, you, you got heated up, so you defeated the virus, so... That's right. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, what? Who's, <laughs> How do you who's really question? feel there? <laughs> whose question? I feel is pretty it? good, actually. I use the uh, I, u- I use the rum to defeat the communism in my body. So now my head is light years ahead of the rest of my body. Yeah. It's not fair, but it's okay. It's going to be a lot of post editing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing shit. I'll just read the hate mail. Yeah, and it's coming. 
Okay, who's got a question next then? Let's go Let's back to not, No more po- politics, politics are now banned for the rest of yeah, the evening. Absolutely. I don't know how we can follow yeah. up after that. We'll start, we'll start another show. Tough act to follow. Yeah, you're gonna, right. you guys are going to have to start up a new fucking show now just so you guys can rant about that stuff We're gonna. and get a whole other following of rabbit hole followers. And, We're going to. You know, let's talk about yeah, back, back to aliens or something cool. Bigfoot. Somebody ask a big Sasquatch. Who's turn is it? If you shoot right, a pregnant no wait, wait, I, ha- I have one. I have Adam. One. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam. All right. This is for both of you. If you shoot a pregnant Bigfoot, do you oh, raise yeah. her babies or do you make veal burgers? Raise her babies. You don't shoot. I've always animals. wanted a Wookiee. No, 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 no. You've already shot her. Well, how, how can I? I'm not going to have a gun with me. Yeah. No, it shot Graham. Graham, you eating Graham. We've already talked about this in another podcast. Graham's gonna die in the apocalypse because right, he doesn't have a gun. Is Bigfoot eats Graham. Okay, you, Darren. <laughs> I uh, makes Graham burgers. I, I shoot the babies. Yeah. Why? <laughs> oh my god. I might shoot one in the leg. <laughs> Just so I can't get away. So I could take it in. I'm shooting it for its own good. This Bigfoot. He's going to live the best life of any Bigfoot ever. Right? Once his leg heals up, he's a shit. He's I guess that's probably better than what so the... why did you shoot him? I guess that's better than what the politicians would do. I didn't them. shoot him. I shot his mom. No, you said you were going to shoot the other one in the leg. Oh, well, yeah. So he doesn't get So away. he has the best life ever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> after his leg, yeah. after you've after you've had your satisfaction of shooting him in the leg, you're going to give him the best <laughs> life ever. I'll feel I'll feel like I owe it to him. Okay, <laughs> just keep those baby Sasquatch away from the politicians in America. That's right. Seriously, these Sasquatch Graham's are going to like, in the nicest zoos. Graham, Graham's pretty Send hairy. Him to Cosmic kinda, Pizza. That's right. You're kind of like a baby Sasquatch yourself, there, Graham. You're kind of hairy. <laughs> Maybe that's why Graham wouldn't shoot because he's afraid someone's going to shoot him. He's probably like yeah. one. He's he's as much Sasquatch as Darren's Indian. Graham's going to be fucking the Sasquatch. <laughs> the Sasquatch takes Graham's fucking head back to us for his science fucking project. Look what I caught. Caught him running through the woods, <laughs> hiding in his hippie. tent. Wow, that was that uh, devolved quickly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would shoot it. <laughs> no more shoot Sasquatch either, guys. There's no point. Okay, Justin, you got any more questions? Yeah, yeah, I do. I got one for you, G Ram. Oh, I have a question. No, it has nothing to do with uh, um, politics, I, I swear. I wanted to ask whether there has been any interesting high strangeness, you know, surrounding the podcast, you know, maybe something, you know, weird happening during or after an interview. Uh, that you might, guys might want to share with the with the audience. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Besides a shitload of synchronicities, I was gonna say. Fortune but no, I don't. Still the best. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anything too crazy. No, I Just can't lots think of synchronicities. Of synchronicities yeah. yeah, that's about it. There hasn't ever any been like a demon or anything like that. We've always had. We, I mean, we used to joke that there's like a audio ghoul living around here somewhere that likes to unplug cords or chew on them or something. Because we honestly can't go fucking three months without a cord or something. Fucking three up. months, three weeks. I mean, every couple of weeks we have to f- troubleshoot some the, kind the of technical problem. Is fucking fried right now. Yeah. Hey, I have a I have a friend. She's like a professional ghost hunter for real. Right. I didn't even know that she did this. Like, because you know how you guys don't probably talk about stuff. 
So we should go. She, she, I told her about you guys, and she'll take us on one. Cool, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, want to sure. go? Yeah. No, no. I'll grab, that's Gram's thing. You don't want to do it? She played me the audio and stuff of like these, you know. If you guys show up here all spooked, then I'll go on the next one. But it sounds like okay. C-SETI practice to me. <laughs> I'll make the oh, So you don't believe in I'll ghosts either? I believe in ghosts, probably, yeah. Then why is that? Care. Then you just, just contradicted care. yourself. He just there. doesn't care. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. You don't care. No, that but goes, you're that scared. Goes, if I go out hunting a ghost, that ghost isn't for me. I like to think that if I'm going to have an encounter with a ghost, it's going to be somehow resonate with me. Do you me. shoot the ghost? I don't need to go out. I've watched so many of these fucking ghost shows where these dorks are running around with their fucking little machines and their night vision goggles, and I just have no time for it. But what if it's real? If there is a ghost, it'll come to me and no one else will know. And I think that's honestly the way it works. If you have a ghost, it, it interacts with James, not James and Graham, period. What if they're extraterrestrials what? and not They ghosts? can interact with multiple people at once. Oh, can they? What yeah, if they're the ghosts ghost of extraterrestrials? Oh. <laughs> nice one, Justin. Nice. Yeah. That's a whole new podcast. Ghost Truth. <laughs> right. That's a grammar. Ghost of Terrestrials. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't rule out ghosts. Ghost of a Neanderthal. EGs. My personal... A, my personal Sasquatch ghost story. My personal take on ghosts is that it's more like... Leftover, leftover resonance or vibrations from a traumatic event that emotion has imprinted on that fucking space time. I don't think it's current or anything like that. I, I think fucking, I don't think that when you die, you're just dead. You probably go to some other reality, but it ain't fucking hanging around here like a spirit. Exactly. It serves no purpose to wander around the hallways. I think ghosts would be the same as like, uh, you know, when you used to record on, on VHS tapes and every once in a while you'd get like the little shade of yeah. the video that was on there before that's a ghost to me so you don't think the, that uh, there's any intelli intelligent hauntings then darren you don't think that those impressions can be intelligent and mm. interact no i think it's uh i think it's just like uh this podcast on the internet someone will be able to play it in a thousand years but graham and i will both be dead I think there could legitimately be uh, people stuck in limbo that are that are shining through and into, into no, this dimension. They, there's enough people that have had uh, soul rescue experiences from the Monroe Institute where they take the week long course and they actually do astral travel and rescue souls. And those yeah, those maybe. souls are trapped and they're and they could bleed through here, you know. Or it could be somebody that's shining through by lucid dreaming or something into this dimension. Who knows? I'd put more stock in that. I would. I actually believe that it's extraterrestrial or dimensional before I believe it's dead people. And that maybe these channel, these people that channel or whatever you want to call them, um, that, that, you know, no, they're traveling. I know what I like. To well, call. whatever, you know, it's an astral travel, but you're still a conscious experience of this, you know, you know, it's your own perception of what you actually did. So it could just be self-manifested for all we know, right? If it's self-manifested, then everything's self-manifested. But if you're going to take video and actually video, like there's some legitimate video no, out there of not. ghosts. No, no, there's not. Yeah, there's no, not. Okay. no, there's not. Well, no, there's, there's not. Okay, until you film one with your iPhone and you're going to show it to me. And be like, I'll, assume this is a ghost. I'll assume my iPhone has been melted. Let's just we say. We had a ghost experience when we were kids and we took a picture of a ghost. Yeah, like, so legit, let's just say that there's like, even just, it only takes one. My, my ex-girlfriend who broke my virginity has. Well, she's probably a listener. You hey, break a guy's out. virginity, Graham. God. <laughs> Graham broke his own virginity like a thousand times. <laughs> what the hell was that? She broke my virginity. So, obviously, clearly... The end of your penis? Clearly, <laughs> clearly, you just didn't do anything there. She did all the work. <laughs> she broke my virginity. I'm going to break your virginity, uh, right, Graham. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I just really kind of screwed me up. 
Um, what are we talking about now? The video? Oh, so if there's one real ghost video out there, the video doesn't lie. So what is that? Why is that on video? Is it is it really a dead person walking down the hallway of a old house? Why is it always an old house, right? You know what I mean? Because it had some crazy well, how do you shit happen back an in the anomaly day. Anomaly is a dead person. It's uh, an anomaly. That's right. So that's why I'm thinking it could be dimensional. It could be extraterrestrial. I'd and rather I, believe that. Not all hauntings are are, are spirits of. It's just of some old shit on the hard drive. I deleted entities. I deleted Supposed Justin's interview and I was able to get that back. Does that make Justin a ghost? Why didn't you play the interview then? Ooh, I've been dead for ten years. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe there's ghosts. I well, think there is ghosts. I just why don't you? You guys should do like send your ghost stories. We've into never Graham. done spam Graham some ghost stories. I go about this all the time because we just never go down the ghost road. Two hundred episodes. I don't think we did one on ghosts. Yeah, we must have. Why don't you did guys we? get a ghost? You did one on possessions, but that yeah. was more of a Sonia Braz. Yeah, yeah we never did. Yeah, we never yeah. did a ghost. I, I suggested a couple people for you to interview. Some really, really mm. good um, exactly. people that I think that would be awesome for the show. Zach Baggins. Ugh. No, fuck no. Is that Frodo's brother? Um, Cody Polston, I believe is his name. He They used to do a podcast. Uh, it was called uh, Ecto Radio. And if you just go on their site and read some of their, their hypotheses, uh, I think you guys would be very impressed. That's where um, Darren, I uh, mentioned, I think it was on the holiday Fandango <laughs> of the ghost half-life and why we don't see ghosts from of dinosaurs or mammoths mm-hmm. or cavemen. Is that their energy slowly depletes over, and I think they think it lasts like five hundred years or something like that. Do you remember that? That's very specific. Jeez, I don't remember that. Actually. I think yeah, that they, they, makes sense. I don't remember exactly how they went it, but it was they went back to, um, you know, the the, the reports and of like how far back they went, and roughly around 500 years, uh, they believe. And I, I check out their sites at southwestghosthunters.net, I believe, Maybe. or sgha.net, and just read, just go to their hypothesis page. And, uh, I mean, if, you, if you're interested in ghost sighting or paranormal research, research, that's a pretty good uh, resource site. Maybe 500 years is the maximum sentence you can get. <laughs> right? That's, <laughs> that's life. <laughs> And you're free. Or maybe it's like a hard drive. You know, if you let it sit for long enough, the data is eventually going to get corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to an entropic state. Mm. Hmm. So, Justin, well, I'll check that out because we should do do a show on that for sure. And so what was your question? They haven't put them out for a while, but but I'm sure that you might be able to get a hold of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one's for you, Graham, my buddy, G-Ram. Grambo. Since you're... uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're that. Not allowed you're to give a yourself believer. a nickname. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's not allowed, buddy. G Ram is it. You're sticking with G Ram. Grambo is cool, um, but now you picked it. I mean, you just ruined it yeah. for somebody else to pick Grambo now. He's been thinking about this. He's like, in bed at night. <laughs> I wish somebody would call me Grambo. He's already got the tattoo. <laughs> He's got the Grambo tattoo on his ass. They drew first blood. <laughs> 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 Hanging out with Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you there. No, that's all right. So Grambo, um, I don't want I don't want to label you as the believer of the group. Uh, I'll say that you're more open minded than Darren. And so, kind of the reverse question of what I asked him was: there a topic um, that you covered, and after doing the research that that you know you kind of believed in, 
But after doing the research, you just kind of came to the conclusion that that was just some new age bullshit. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's an all-in believer. It's like anything that was just too far out there for you. Because if there is, I'm not going to believe it. Because if you don't believe it, there's there's no way it can be true. All right, who's crazier, I, Kanye West or um, C City guy? Who's C City? Greer. 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 Yeah, who's Greer. crazier, Kanye or Greer? Kanye. I don't know. I think it's a tie. So I think uh, to answer your question, it would probably have to be uh, stuff on the uh, time travel to Mars and all that, all that kind of stuff. The one with Project uh, Serpo. Oh no, uh, Project Pegasus. Serpo. Yeah, Serpo and and all that. Yeah, I just have a. I don't know. Like the, we haven't really explored the Super Soldier program or the Secret Space program a lot, and although there's something to the Secret Space program, I think like somebody. Humans are flying around in advanced craft for sure. That's what I think, and but I don't know how far that goes. Right? Like, does that go to to Mars well, or, or where does that? You know, how how deep does that rabbit hole go? We haven't really gone down there, and that's a little bit hard for me to grasp. The whole circle thing is just it's just. Uh, well, you, just that, you just don't think there's half dolphin super soldiers running around? Is what you're saying? <laughs> exactly. Right, fair enough. That's that's one of them. A couple of the healing ones. I, I probably thought there might be more to them, and they're. There might not have been, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I I don't think I've really been disappointed in some of those crazier ones. You know what I mean? I kind of knew what I was getting into for the most part before that. Yeah. Yeah. So there, yeah, there was the, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to ask if there was a, a guest that you have that people think is particularly crazy that you believe. Oh yeah, there's probably lots, but. <laughs> and that goes back maybe some of the healing ones again right is is uh <clears throat> i don't know i mean i think people have these experiences and i don't like to really necessarily question whether they're real or not or you know like at some point we have to take some stuff uh i don't know people people are having all these experiences we got to take some of it i think with uh some open-mindedness right who knows well, with healing and medicine, the power of the mind and placebo effect is such a uh, uh, a powerful thing that I always give credit to people, whether or not I necessarily think there's validity in their their methods. Yeah, uh, we have one coming up, uh, coming out next, actually, probably that people are going to find pretty crazy, and uh, I'm not sure where I'm at with it, actually. Which one? <clears throat> the uh, I think it's the vaccine and the toxicity one. Oh, James Bond. Yeah, it's kind of. Uh, it oh, gets Patrick pretty, Jordan. Yeah, it gets pretty deep into uh, the history of vaccines and all that, and that's another one that's. It's hard for me to figure out where. You, you'll probably get some hate mail from that one too. And then the geocentrism one was as well another one of those ones where. I don't know. I wasn't really. Convinced, even though I. Well, like, crow. Uh, yeah, that one was out there. That yeah. was too much. <clears throat> yeah, Crow was... Yeah, that's... Yeah. But again, he's got some great videos, but do you discount those really good videos that I think are, aren't faked because uh, of... Atmospheric because distortions. Of, no, no, not those. I'm talking about orbs and uh, orbs and chemtrails and stuff like he that. He ruined like his some. research when he started going down fucking... He, he used to talk about how he was all about the evidence, and then he started talking about crazy shit. Yeah. So, you're not all about the evidence anymore. I can't snap beside you. Yeah. 
Yeah, so there you go. Red, do you got any more questions? Is he still there? Red? Mm. I can barely hear you guys. Do, do you have Please any more questions? Turn up your volume. 99% of what you said in the last 10 minutes or so. You heard 99 or you missed 99? Turn up your volume, Red. <laughs> Who's next, Adam? Sure. In Infinitum. Again? again. Yep. Ask him a good question, Adam. Cool one. I have really push him, push him right to the. Make him think. Yeah, push him Boxer, right to the limit. Or commando. Yeah, pick your best one. No, Gramando. 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 What were you again, Gramando? What was it? Grambo. Oh, Grambo. Gramando. Gramando is pretty good too. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have a particular book that has influenced you? See that? That's my CIA server here, actually. Yeah, <laughs> recording yeah, everything. Lots of books have, like the field has influenced me. Lynn McTaggart's ah, way back when. I mean, there's a ton. Of, there's a ton of books like that, like sp- some spiritual self helpy books as well, like The Four Agreements and some simple stuff like that. Gotcha. But the uh, field's one of the most influential books for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to when you guys get Lynn on. Yeah, it's going to be a while now. Because she's, uh, I think her book, her new book, The Bond, I think it's called, is, is delayed a little bit, so. But that's just one that comes to mind. I mean, there's tons, of course. But, I mean, Zeitgeist, if you go to, if you flip that question to movies and stuff, like, Zeitgeist had a pretty big impact on me. The series. Zeitgeist is good shit, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dirt? Books? Mm-hmm. Uh... 1984. <laughs> that was probably the book I've read in the last two years that resonated with me the most. Because I hadn't read it since high school, and we've come a long way since then. You know, it's sad in America, most schools, it's no longer required reading. It's been removed from the lists. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprising, but yeah. James, do you got any questions? Um, I kind of feel like I'm on the spot now from, uh, what's that? What's the Knights? What's the Knights when they're crossing the bridge there? And, uh, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Blue. Oh, no red. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think red's having some audio problems. Yeah. Thanks for coming on red. He's going to disconnect. I think. I mean, we could probably wrap it up anyway, really. Unless anyone else has any questions. I don't have a question. Or anything they want to chat about. Right? Right? Yeah. Sure, man. Got a synchro for you. Yeah, you want a jingle or should I just get into it? I might have a jingle handy. I don't, want, I don't want to preview of, of using your jingles. Yeah, I'm sure he'll pull one up here pretty quick. When are you guys coming skydiving again? In the spring? I'm a rambling man <laughs> with synchronicities. All over the web And Aaron is skeptical About everyone And don't believe it yet <laughs> Alright um, Okay, so this happened Not too long ago My um, my sister uh, FaceTimed me 
and it was it was relatively late at night and um she asked me what I knew about phantom smells as in ghost smells are you guys still there yep yep <laughs> okay um and you know so I gave her a little bit of lowdown um of what I knew and I asked her why uh she said she was just laying there she's watching TV and out of nowhere, she got the distinctive smell of Copenhagen Chew, mm. which is the brand of Chew that my grandfather, who passed away a few years ago, used his whole life. Um, and, you know, I said, you, you know, you know, they're, they're common. Um, and she's pregnant, too. So I said that might have something to do with it. You know, her sense of smell is kind of wacky. Uh, I, but basically, I just say, you know, if, if you want to attribute it to having any meaning, then do it. It's not going to hurt. And I said I was going to look a little bit more into it, and I was going to write a blog post about it because that's a pretty cool topic. And it's been a while. I've been slacking on my blog posts. And so a couple of days later, I'm, I'm trying to research and trying to look anything up on phantom smells, uh, ghost smells. And uh, I'm coming up with basically squat. You know, I'm getting a lot of, of stuff for something called phantasma, which is a medical condition. Um, but, but nothing really associated with, with paranormal sense. And, uh, I said, I was, I just remember thinking like, well, you know, this is going to be harder than I thought. I just wish there was a book or something that I could just read and, you know, gather some information. The very next day in my podcast feed, uh, <laughs> Mysterious Universe did an interview with Joshua Cutchin about his new book, The Brimstone Deceit, Brimstone Deceit which is about paranormal smells. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Do you ever have smells take you back to like 30 year old memories? Oh, more, yeah. more, more sounds. Songs. Yeah. Songs, especially. Yeah. Like, I'll smell something, like, just a whiff of some cologne, it'll bring me back to, like, Vegas in 1998 or something like that. Nice. A little flashback. Yeah. All fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Hammered in an elevator or something. Peeing on yourself. <laughs> right on. Any more questions? I'm fading fast over here. Oh, yeah. No worries, sicky. That's right. We powered Adam, through. you got anything else? Nope, I'm good. Right on. James? I'm not talking. Oh, his mic's turned off. It came back. He likes turning off. He makes him feel powerful. (laughs) (laughs) I got a a question for James. Fire away. Yeah, why do you call Darren Big D? Uh, Well, because it's it's either G or D when we're texting each other. It's G or D. Ah, okay. That's fair enough. I will never call you Big D, Darren, just to let you know. Please don't. Though it is an accurate (laughs) analogy. It's it's D, G, or J when we're talking to each other, so it's just kind of starting to stick. Hmm. But trust me, it's not because he has a big D. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Definitely know. not that. <clears throat> no, <laughs> he got the white. He got the white penis. <laughs> he is sixty percent. So. Yeah, exactly. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Is it a thing? Do, do Indians are? Is it like the black thing? Or are they supposed to have big penises? Or? I don't think so. No, I think no. they're more. You don't think so? I think they're more Caucasian. Like, 
<laughs> He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> All right, well, we've, that's, that's a pretty good full disclosure right there. That's a pretty good note to end it on. Uh, if you enjoyed this fucking train wreck, you can check out grubmerica.ca slash support. Support the show, and, guys. Uh, yeah, if you can throw us a sign up for a monthly or throw us a one-time donation, it is absolutely appreciated. If you can't do that, you can sign up for the newsletter, review the show, spam, gram, tell your friends, all sorts of shit, really. It costs you nothing. Yeah, Start the blog. Everything's in the links. Uh, of the Always show looking notes for well. All the links are in the show notes. If anybody wants to support 30 bucks a month or more, I will give you free IT support as well. How's that for a toss into the show? There you go. Jamie, okay. IT support. Yeah. Give me a call if you have Lifetime. a broken computer. Can I fix my emails? Yeah. Can you fix my emails? I'll fix your email, do whatever you support these guys you know they're not they're not it's not like you have to listen to some bullshit ad about steven greer and his c city practice or you know <laughs> these guys are took the vow of poverty so if you got even like three bucks a month man that's not even a buck a show seriously just get on your paypal accounts and help these guys out thanks james yeah we do want to stay ad and sponsor free no paywalls nothing like that it's all free that's right and on that note, you can check out grimmerica.ca support for donations, grimmerica.ca slash news for the newsletter, and uh, spam gram, gram at grimmerica.com. Thanks a lot. Other than that, uh, thanks for listening, guys, for 200 episodes. Hopefully we'll do another 200 at least. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week.
I'm a rambling gram with synchronicities all over the web. And Aaron is skeptical about everyone and don't believe it yet.